Finally today, uh, Karen Wright asks if 2024 will be a good year for pay rises and bonuses for us all. Uh, good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. In Your Money Today, we're going to take a look at what we can expect in terms of pay rises and bonuses, as well as what's happening around hiring new talent this year. I'm joined now by Bill Lee, Managing Director of JobsDB Hong Kong, to find out more. Thank you for joining me again, Bill. Good to be back here again, Carolyn. So what are you expecting in terms of average pay rise and bonuses for 2024 and how does that compare with 2023? Just to give uh, our listeners a bit of context, every year JobsDB run major surveys and at the start of the year we ask basically the talent side of things. You know, we have a job seeker salary report and of the year we have a compensation of benefit report which is what we're discussing today. Basically the higher side of the perspective. Here, um, we report numbers from the past 12 months and also the highest forecast over the next 12 months. So based on our latest report, we saw that the forecasted salary hike um, for 2024 is at 2.2%. And this is uh, about 0.6 percentage points higher compared to 2023, representing that highest field, you know, a more optimistic salary rise next year. Now, when we break down the different type of industries, the top three industries are building and construction at 4.4%, food and beverage 4.2%, and fintech, basically the non-cryptocurrency portion of it, 3.9%. We think this is broadly because, you know, there's a rising demand of talents within those industries. Last year, we saw like a broad-based talent shortage, but I think this year, you know, it's particularly for specific industries. We see, for example, you know, likely... With the signal, there's more investments and in private and public sector projects, you know, in the building and construction portion, likely, you know, means that hires are more willing to pay more. And also FNB recovering from the reopening from this year. The good news is this year, there are no industries that, you know, that is having a negative salary growth. Even those industries that was having difficulties during the pandemic period, for example, you know, hospitality and beauty, also forecasted to have, you know, a slight gentle growth next year. So broadly, it's optimistic news for next year. It does sound like it's good news. Let's talk a little bit more about something you mentioned there, talent shortages. What are the, the problems that you are seeing around talent shortages? According to our report, 70% of the employers have reported difficulties in recruitment. And the three main reasons are difficulty in hiring candidates with matching skills. Number two, salary expectations exceeding budget. And the third one, difficulty in hiring candidates with relevant experience. Now, if you recall our conversation last year, it was more of a broad-based talent shortage. We were talking about, you know, structural imbalance. There's a bit of a net outflow you know, of talents, right? This year, the answers from the employers are slightly nuanced. Because we see from our jobs in a platform data, we see there's an uptick of applications from the candidate side, a gentle uplift. But hires are still reporting difficulties. The difficulties this year are about skills. That means as more people are willing to apply but then it's still difficult to hire because they can't find the right people. And we also see this year among the multinational companies, they're reporting that the requirements for hiring people have gone actually higher. And we see basically this is a, a continuation of the talent mismatch that is happening in the industry. And it's primarily because we feel that you know, the digital transformation pace has, has gotten further. And as companies progress there, but maybe you know, on the supply side, the talent and the skills you know, are, are still yet to be able to catch up. And that's primarily the reason for the difficulty in hiring. So what strategies are employers looking towards to bridge those uh, talent shortage gaps, may maybe temporarily, maybe longer term? So to be fair for the employers, I mean, the last 12 months, they have stepped up the game. 
So we see more employers introducing salary increases as well as improving benefits. That's about 11 percentage point improvement versus last year. However, we all know that we can't keep increasing salaries. I think that's probably not a sustainable, right? So what we do see, though, is that hirers are doing more. What are they doing more is that they are offering, you know, flexible work arrangements. They are also doing different things like employee wellness benefits. Now, what can we recommend for hirers to do? Firstly, we spoke about this last year. It is still true this year, which is like hybrid mode flexi work is important. Now, we hear some companies who may be rolling back and going back to return to office fully. What we would recommend is if you can persist with this policy, it's not a pandemic era policy, right? Because it's useful in retaining and hiring talents. And if there's difficulty in the frontline portion, you know, maybe it's a different alternative to do that, right? Secondly, I think workplace culture and management style, very, very important. We see uh, within the report that up to 40% of people saying that, you know, if you have not great culture, it is very likely that's the top three reasons why employee would leave the, uh, the company. And lastly, the other tips I think for employers is that during the recruitment process, a negative experience would mean that they're less likely to take up an offer. So all those things are important, whether it comes to retaining or attracting talents. Now, talking in terms of hiring levels, what are you seeing there? Are you seeing a general uptick in hiring? And are there any specific sectors that are demanding more people than they may have done last year? The forecast is that 30% of employers indicating a plan to expand the full-time workforce. That's a four percentage point increase versus last year. And the number of companies that are expecting layoffs remain stable at 4% year-on-year, right? So what this means is that generally, broadly, um, hires are optimistic yeah, versus last year. We also see, I think, um, among the retail sectors, about 20% of hires, employers, plan to increase their full-time retail workforce. That's probably the highest among all the industries. So I think broadly speaking, I'm being generally more optimistic versus last year. Now, when we look at specifically stuff like AI in particular, right, that's been like hottest thing, right, last year, generative AI. We saw that uh, 50% of the hires that are willing to implement the technologies actually reporting that they actually need to hire more people, which is surprising because that's, that goes counterintuitive to what the, most of the reports are saying. Now, what we are seeing is, is that, you know, the reason why is because the hires are saying that, you know, they need people to basically implement those technologies. They found that, you know, the existing employees are not able to grasp it at, at this point in time. So this is things very, very similar to when we see, for example, a mobile app introduced in the early 2000s, that as hires need to basically invest in the technology and believe in it, they basically do the investment upfront to basically embed the technology into the workforce and therefore that's triggering the increase in hiring. Broadly, longer term perspective, there'll be new roles created from AI. I think like AI ethicists, AI basically gatekeepers, etc., etc. And broadly speaking, I think it's generally good for the Hong Kong economy simply because we are always talent short. And being more productive and having more options on the table is actually a good thing overall. Now, are you seeing any specific differences between local and international companies? Yes, I think this year is, is very interesting because we see that the local companies relatively will be a bit more proactive in terms of hiring. And a couple of reasons why. We think, number one, local companies are still enjoying the tailwinds of the reopening. And year on year next year, I think they're still expecting to enjoy that. On the multinational company side, simply because I think you know we all understand the global headwinds and they're probably more circumspect and cautious in regards to the hiring. 
The other thing also, I think, you know, local companies are catching up with regards to the new roles that they're created because of embracing technology. MNCs will probably have invested that already, even during the pandemic, yes, and local companies are catching up. And finally, I think the other differences that we're seeing is that because of the talent shortage, local companies are also now willing to hire foreign talents into Hong Kong, whether it's from mainland China or from the other markets. That's three key differences. Great to get your insights and some very interesting stuff about what's going on around the jobs market, pay and bonuses for 2024. That's Bill Lee, Managing Director of Jobs DB Hong Kong. Thank you.